And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a huge water project could provide big benefits to farming in southern Saskatchewan. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy with 70% chance of showers this afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm, wind west 20 gusting to 40, and the high 23 degrees, the low 10. Wednesday, partly cloudy with 30% chance of showers in the afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm, the high 25, the low 12. Thursday, partly cloudy with a high 27, the low 16. Friday, cloudy, the high 23, chance of evening showers on Friday with a low of 15. Saturday, clearing, with a high 25, the low 14. Sunday, sunny, with a high 25, the low 14. Monday, sunny skies and a high near 25. Normal high is 24, the normal low is 10. The sun rose at 448 this morning, it sets at 914 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Estevan at 23, the cold spot Collins Bay at 8 degrees. Estevan once again 23, Saskatoon 14, Swift Current 19, Weyburn and Yorkton both 21. Cloudy and Regina 21 degrees, that's 70 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west, southwest 31, gusting to 44. Humidity 49%, the barometer dropping 100.9. Partly cloudy, Moose Jaw 22, winds are from the west at 30, gusting to 42. Once again, Regina cloudy and 21, that's 70 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And Sask Municipal Hail Insurance. Storms are unpredictable, we aren't. Top up your hail coverage by August 1st. You're always covered with smhi.ca. Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale is promoting a proposal to build a billion-dollar water use project from Lake Diefenbaker to the Capel Valley. The federal government has committed $1 million to examine the old PFRA plan to build a major water project to provide irrigation to farmers, control flooding, and water for urban use for southern Saskatchewan. Goodell spoke at the opening of a summit in Regina yesterday on prairie water management. We're now facing environmental challenges that are probably even greater because of of the onslaught of, uh, of climate change. That, that puts our precious water resources uh, at jeopardy and also puts communities at jeopardy. Goodale says a big challenge is to obtain a consensus on what needs to be done for proper water management. We have these massive summer storms. They dump a year's worth of precipitation in 48 hours and then it all drains through the Capel Valley and, and uh, causes havoc and, and, uh, and ends up flooding Brandon and southern Manitoba as well. So the need is clearly there. Goodale says Ottawa is investing $180 billion in infrastructure projects across the country and water projects are important. APAS President Todd Lewis says agriculture would see some of the biggest benefits from a proposed billion-dollar water project from Lake Diefenbaker to the Capel Valley. Lewis says crop yields could rise significantly with expanded irrigation and there could be development of a greenhouse industry. Certainly, you know, the uh, availability of water for uh, 
for things like irrigation and agriculture, I mean, it's a, a, a pretty uh, quick thing that people can, you know, get their heads around pretty easily, uh, increased irrigation, but increased uh, investment in uh, things like our greenhouse industry. Greenhouses need a good steady uh, supply of water, and so certainly uh, expansion of that in that part of agriculture. And I think the, the real uh, hidden value in it would be uh, certainly for secondary food processing. And, you know, we have the uh, protein supercluster is uh, centered around Regina, and we're going to get a lot of that manufacturing and food manufacturing uh, in place here in southern Saskatchewan. We're going to need a good steady source of water, and uh, so it's important not only for the cities of Moose Jaw and Regina and, and really all communities throughout south, southeastern Saskatchewan, be a Weyburn even in smaller towns that need a good water source, and Lake Diefenbaker was designed to uh, provide that. And this billion-dollar water project could mean major crop production increases, I understand. Oh, absolutely. With, uh, with, you know, it's hundreds of thousands of acres of irrigation, so just to increase production on that, and certainly, you know, with the uh, water management, be it drought-proofing the province or uh, managing water, you know, in ex- at times of excess water as well. I mean, it's all... All this project is all tied together on, on the landscape, and so, I mean, uh, increased water management always means increased agriculture production. So, I mean, uh, the investment sounds significant, but at the same time, you know, it would trigger, you know, literally billions of dollars of investment. And uh, really, for the future of our major cities, it's important, and for the future of agriculture as well, and really the entire industry in the province, it's a good project. And it was all begun, you know, back with the design of uh, Diefenbaker Dam, and it's time to see some of this completed. Are you optimistic this channel could be built? I think, uh, you know, certainly uh, Mr. Uh, Clifton was uh, made uh, uh, some comments yesterday and presented to uh, the group, and all the engineering's been done. Uh, you know, once the project is ready to go, of course, there's more complications that have to be done, and it's a great opportunity for uh, all levels of government to cooperate, and our First Nations as well. And, and uh, you know, I think we need to see this go forward, and uh, certainly hope that we begin to see some conversations around seeing this project done. Just like anything else, it's not getting cheaper to do it. Expenses are always rising, and uh, the sooner we do it, the better. Now on another topic, we had two inches of rain this past week. What's impact on your farm and around the province? Well, we're uh, currently having an APAS board meeting here uh, this morning and uh, around the province. Pretty general, the rain, uh, maybe in the in the far west to Kindersley and so on, uh, very spotty through there. And, and it was spotty throughout the province in different areas as well. But certainly around our board table, we're hearing, uh, you know, figures two, two and a half inches, three inches, you know, as, as high as seven in some areas as well, but uh, isolated areas. But mind mind you, if you had seven inches, it uh, wouldn't be the best thing for you. But really, generally pretty satisfied with the rain we've had. Still lots of concern around for our cattle producers and livestock operators that the hay crop is certainly going to be short, And but pastures have improved with this moisture. And so the crop had a rough start, certainly across the province in a lot of areas. The crop was burned off uh, around our table. There's some reports of maybe some reseeding happening, uh, certainly the the province's crop insurance's green feed program that they announced last week with the deadline till July 15th will certainly help, help in a lot of those situations where uh, maybe where they're not going to be getting a, a viable crop out of a seed in this late, but green feed will be an option for the so for those producers. I mean, certainly uh, crop insurance there that's been very helpful, and I think it's something that'll be pretty useful going you know into the into the future here and into the winter because we still see that our livestock producers are going to have a pretty tough time getting enough feed in place for the winter months. Civil engineer consultant Wayne Clifton studied the mega project in 2011 to look at the economics of the long-shelved project. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market.
Canadian Western Agribition has signed a cooperation agreement with the Royal Highland Show in Edinburgh, Scotland. Agribition CEO Chris Lane says the agreement was signed last week during a trade mission to the United Kingdom. Jim, it was, a, I would say, an unqualified success. We sure learned a lot about our uh, counterparts in the United Kingdom and what the what the purebred uh, cattle genetics world is looking like in that market. And I think some great conversations around, you know, not only how do we make sure we're running the best show the weekend, but also are we doing the right things for our exhibitors who are always looking to market their products around the world. You've signed a memorandum of understanding with the Royal Highland Show. Tell me about that. Yeah, that was a pretty important thing for us to do. We wanted to, you know, as we reach out and we increase our international footprint around the world, any shows or organizations that are in the same business as we are, we like to be able to have a formal relationship with them, which means a lot of things. It means that we have a sort of a free trade of ideas and best practices around agriculture shows and the business of agriculture, not only now, but as we continue into the future. It also means that we're partners in promoting trade between our two markets and anything that we can do to help the producers on either side of the pond really make sure that their programs are getting what they need uh, and that free flow of business and trade. So it's a free flow of information as much as anything. Yeah, I think and it's you know it's a recogni- recognition that we've got shared values here in, in the future of wood agriculture and and the beef cattle industry in particular, and that if there are opportunities for us to partner on tangible things in the future, we're going to explore those. And I think you'll see uh, some folks from Scotland at the Royal Highland Organization come take in agribition and do some learnings here as well. I understand you also met with some UK breeders. You had a promotional meeting. We did. We're always looking to you know to learn about what's happening in markets uh, around the world and whether or not the exhibitors that are part of agribition can gain access or if there's opportunities there. So we did talk quite a bit about what the state of the UK cattle industry is, where it's going. You know, we've done some work and I think we're welcoming a new ambassador, an agribition ambassador in that market to further those ties and to help develop new customers there as well. So, you know, a lot of great things came out of this trip and always, always with the eye of developing business partnerships that will help our exhibitors at agribition and the Canadian industry overall. Now, this memorandum of understanding with the Highland Show, the Royal Highland Show in Edinburgh, isn't the first. Tell me about other partnership agreements you've already got. Well, Agribition likes to make sure that if we take the time and the effort to develop relationships in other markets, that we have some sort of parameters and some sort of understanding as we go to make sure that there's a tangible benefit to the to the industry here in Canada. So, you know, when we do market work in places like Australia or Argentina or Mexico, uh, you know, we like to put in agreements similar to this in those markets, and we've done that in all of those markets. And I would say, Jim, that all of those markets have been identified as us as priorities because, you know, they are either, you know, have established relationships with exhibitors here at Agribition, or they're looking to grow in a way that our exhibitors here in Canada can help them. So really, it is about finding the best markets for our producers and our breeders uh, and setting up a framework and an agreement to help us develop that even further. And you hope to expand the number of international agreements even further sometime? I think yes. I think that's definitely on our radar. We need to do our due diligence in all these markets and make sure that they're ready and willing partners in in the kind of export and import work that our Canadian producers are providing. So not without research, but, you know, when we find a market that's got potential, we certainly make sure that we spend the time to develop those relationships. Chris Lane is the CEO of Regina's Canadian Western Agribition. CN Rail says grain is moving this crop year at a record-setting pace. 
The director of sales and marketing, David Shednovic, says Western Canadian shipments on CN Rail from last August to mid-June have reached 24.6 million tonnes of grain. That's 1.85 million tonnes ahead of the same time last year and 750,000 tonnes, or 3%, ahead of the previous record pace set back in 2016-2017. CN's intense capacity-enhancing projects are at full steam ahead in the prairies, and it takes a lot of coordination and planning between engineering and network operations to deliver work block hours on time while protecting train movements and ensuring network fluidity. You don't just shut the main line down for a month to get a project done. We're running 24-7 and we need track time to do it. So to optimize work block productivity, we focus on reducing work block mobilization and demobilization time, improving equipment reliability, enhancing coordination of material delivery and logistics, and optimizing the scaling of gang sizes. David Zidnovic is the Director of Marketing at CN Rail. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. The latest Viterra prices for canola fell $5.30 at 4.13.12. Oats went up 21 cents at 172.97. Number one red spring wheat gained $1.17 at $230.35. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $239.51. Feed barley, $212.63. Flax, $472.42. Yellow peas, $239.54. And feed wheat, $196.98. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat is up one cent at $544 and a half cent a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of June 25th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Heiferet sold from $1 to $1.15. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.85. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.65 cents to $0.75. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.40 cents to $0.60. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.10 to $1.25. There weren't enough steers in any weight break to establish an accurate price quotation, but there were a few heifers. 800 to 900 pound heifers averaged $1.50 and sold up to $1.65. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Today's quotes, SIG 5, TCP, BP 2, 185.77 per CKG, BP 4, TCP 4, 183.52. The outlook, partly cloudy, 70% chance of showers and risk of a thunderstorm. Gusty winds in the high 23, the low 10. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 25, the low 12. In Regina, cloudy and 21, that's 70 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.